0: I think it's gonna be very hard to be able to stick to the game plan and try to play it safe with an Aussie crowd. Oh man, I just like, I try not to make it bigger than what it is because at the end of the day it's just a fight, but I think the Aussie crowd is definitely gonna play a massive part.
1: The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL and more. Get the app right now, link in description. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, Asians, they don't really grow beard. I mean, look at grow. me, man. I can't grow anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it don't come That's what makes me feel like I've got some, I don't know. I think Japanese people, they can grow beards. I think they can grow like a nice long goatee, but not a, not a beard. So I kind of question is where I get this beard from.
1: Well, it's the, the Fu Manchu is an ugly thing. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want that. That's, uh, that's but it makes
0: thing. you look like some grand master, you know?
1: Yeah, like you got... yeah it does. The Wu-Tang Clan type shit, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, man, I was speaking with Jamie Malarkey last week, and uh, he was telling me about the story of you guys, you guys met as teenagers, I believe, on the amateur yeah. circuit. And yeah. both of you guys had, the, like, the same dream of, like, going to the UFC back then and now yeah now it's like isn't it a crazy crazy world man that you guys are like it's less than five percent chance of achieving that and then fighting Mm. on the same card when you look back at that and thinking of like being wanting to be on that stage and now you are on that stage like yeah it blows your mind a little bit
0: It, it does because like even when we were like amateurs and stuff we um we even said like To get to the ufc we were willing to fight each other and you know because at that time i wasn't cutting any weight i was fighting at welterweight when i was an amateur he was fighting at lightweight Uh, he was fighting actually he was fighting down at featherweight when he started off his pro career and i was just going starting to to drop my weight and get down to featherweight as well and then like we were always like we'd always hang out and stuff We, we were more than just you know teammates and training partners we were like actually good friends like he'd always he lives in the Central Coast, he'd always come down to Sydney, he'd stay at my house, you know, we, we'd we go out, we'd, we'd party together, we'd hang out together. Um, so yeah, we were like really close friends, but like, we knew deep down, like, we even said to each other, we were like, you know, if it, if, if it comes to it, and we, we, me and you are the top two guys in the country to to get signed, um, and we have to fight each other to prove who who's going to get signed next, he goes, we'll do it, and we just shook on it. And then, the, the the actual crazy thing about um, the actual crazy thing about um, him getting signed was I gave him like I found out there was going to be a spot open on the Melbourne car that he debuted on so I gave him a heads up and was like hey get get onto this car there's going to be an open spot and then vice versa when he got injured for Auckland he messaged me straight away and was like he was like hey bro I'm I've I've hurt my I forget what injury it was but he, he said he hurt himself and he says I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make UFC Auckland tell your manager, tell whoever to 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 hit up the UFC and 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 put your hand up for this short notice fight. I was like, man, so it kind of went full circle. So it, it that in in that sense of us being able to get to the UFC both through each other is kind of yeah, even more insane if you add that to the story as well.
1: Yeah man it's it's phenomenal man hearing stuff like that happen and and you guys reaching your goals um do you guys have a little side bet though like who gets the performance bonus like you know <laughs>
0: All I know is whoever gets it is shouting the other dude. So, like, he's going to be shouting us drinks all night and food. So, it, it doesn't matter who gets it. The other yeah. one's shouting. Whoever gets it, shouting the beers and shouting the food. So,
1: it's going to be a, a wild, wild weekend in, in Perth, man. And uh, also, since you're fighting in Australia, and I know you got this thing with KFC, like, and they've responded to your post as well. Have Have you ever talked to them about, like, getting some kind of sponsorship deal or doing something with kfc in perth or what they
0: they've sent me some like merchandise to like for my media days and stuff but i was like man like if 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 you're gonna send me this stuff you know reward me with some voucher or something don't just send me this stuff to promote you guys even more i want i want something out of this you know uh but yeah like i i think it's a good thing that that i haven't gotten any vouchers for any free kfc because I think I'd be fighting up upperweight division. I'd be fighting middleweights.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll be catching you in the middle of camp at line at KFC. Uh. <laughs> like look at someone on someone on Instagram, just like shooting yeah, you live. Yeah, news. What what are you doing here? You're fighting. You're three weeks out. You're at KFC lining up, getting a family feast. <laughs> for real, for real, uh, get the bucket. Um, the now the bucket. You you know you wanted on Perth. You know you got your wish. Was it difficult to uh, to get matched up, especially you know when you're trying to get people to fly over to to your country? You know, I mean, usually no one talks shit about like other fighters from like let's say fighters from this side of the world flying over to the U.S. There's never a deal mm-hmm. with that, right? But then when mm-hmm. you got the reverse, mm-hmm. there's some kind of like like always someone complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, no, it was it was pretty easy um, because we we had so, so much of a heads up notice of it. Um, it was it was going to be easy. But they said like they were willing to like get me to fight at the end of the end of last year in like November December, but then they they said, if I fought around that time frame that it would be kind of iffy to get me an opponent on on Perth, so I was like, you know what? I'd rather wait it out and be able to fight in front of my friends and family again than to fight in in November, December, and then miss out on this this sort of like golden opportunity, so yeah.
1: Do you feel like fighters in North America, they're they're privileged?
0: Privileged, uh, in 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 what sense? In what in, sense? in the
1: sense of like a lot of them don't want to leave North America to fight. I guess it's a privilege of like having the UFC, you know, having their home in Las Vegas as well. You you would you would think
0: that like the Americans would want to be able to travel and be able to see the world through the UFC, you know, not not be. It's just stuck fighting in america you'd think they'd want to be able to like oh yes we're going to be able to go to japan or you know korea or like somewhere you know exotic that they've never been before and they can just say yeah make a trip out of it you know but i mean it's up to them if they if they want to miss out on an opportunity like that but australia's the best country
1: yeah Melsick, man what do you think of him and in, in the style he possesses
0: and he's really good really really good i think um Man, I'm really excited for this fight. I'm, I'm genuinely excited for this fight. Not only as like a person that's competing against him, but also as a fan. If I was a fan watching this fight from the outside, I'd be I'd be excited for this fight too. But him as a fighter, man, he's uh, he's very <clears throat> he's very explosive. He's very dangerous, and he's confident in his in his striking. He knows he hits hard, and that's what makes him even more dangerous. Like you get guys that, that can hit hard, but they're not that confident to let it go. He hits hard and he's confident that he knows that he hits hard, so he's going to let it go. Um, so that's what makes him really dangerous and that's what sort of I, I don't know the word for it, but it, it just really, really, really pushes me to 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 level up and, and, you know, get really, really prepared for this fight. Like guys like him excite me to, to 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 level up and improve because if I don't then, you know, I'm gonna be in some serious pain. So he's a, he's a guy that excites me a lot, man.
1: He's very confident in his power. And, uh, like you said, he's willing to let it go, but it also puts opportunities out there for you to that's to the, counter.
0: That's, the, that's, that's the beautiful thing about it. That's what we, we had this interview with, with about Choi. And I was like, if Choi Choi's has always been, um, very aggressive guy and a very guy that's like willing to go out and, and then, he ended up in, in our fight, like, very, very... Well, I expected him to be a bit more aggressive, but, like, he came out a bit more cautious. So I, I don't know what, what Melsic we get. Maybe he's the one that's on the back foot and he's the one trying to play the 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 counter slash, you know, point-type point fight, which I don't see him doing. I, I do see him, you know, getting excited and, like, yeah, let's go. And I think that, that just sort of plays into into my strength. So, yeah. I'm 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 excited for this for this guy because he's stylistically a, another guy that is um, another guy that like I don't know styles makes fights and this is a stylistic match that is exciting a guy that likes to come forward with big hands and a guy that likes to counter that also you know looks for the finish when you overcommit so yeah, I'm excited.
1: The matchmakers know what they're doing, Josh. Yeah, they sure. They knew so, what they're doing with Charles Jordan. They knew what they were yeah. doing with Choi. They knew, you know, they knew they, they and know. they know what they're they doing know. with this one. You know what I mean? It's the, yeah. There's so many similarities, but what do you see as differences in him though from those two guys?
0: Um with, I feel the the confidence would be the biggest difference between him and, and and the other two, Jordan and uh Choi. Um and yeah, I think he he truly does believe he's he's like he's going to have that next level striking in anyone in the whole division so i think he with him i think he's the biggest difference between them the other two and and him is is that he's he's going to be very confident he's uh yeah he's he like i said he cracks and he's confident that he knows he cracks um but other than that to be honest there's not much not much difference in in style or in yeah like in in anything i think uh if anything I, I still feel out of all the guys that jordan was probably still the most dangerous in terms of like submission threat he could knock me out he's got a gas tank he could tire me out you know and and finish me by trying to tire me out so like i think jordan was still probably the most um uh, dangerous in terms of ways to to get the job done against me um but yeah Mel's sick again. He's a he's a good good challenge, and I'm excited for this guy. Like I don't know how, how to put it, but he's he's yeah he's definitely forced me to to level
1: up and and you know improve. This is not your first time fighting in Perth, right? You fought in Perth in the past. No, this no. will be the first time. Okay, okay. first time. Yeah, But I've never fought. I've never fought in Perth. No, never fought. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, how's the the Aussie crowd gonna play a factor, dude? in this fight because oh, I think it's going to be insane
0: it is I think so too I think it's going to be very hard to be able to stick to the game plan and try to play it safe with it with an Aussie crowd oh man I just like I try not to make it bigger than what it is because at the end of the day it's just a fight but I think the Aussie crowd is definitely going to play a massive part in a lot on a lot of the how the guys perform in Perth so I think that you know, I, it's going to be a good night. I think that the crowd's going to G us up and it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a very Brazilian type crowd, I feel.
1: Um, You know, you, you're very confident in in your skills. Have there ever been a fight or have there ever been a moment where you, your, your confidence kind of uh, dwindled down a little bit due to circumstances?
0: <laughs> Against Jalen Turner? <laughs> yeah uh, that was probably the only time I ever felt like man this is like when I was standing across the cage from him and I just go like this is actually happening and then you sort of like run to the middle and you guys sort of shape up and then I just realized this guy is massive this guy is huge and I was like okay that's all right we can deal with big you know so I've with big boys before and then I think like one of the first exchanges I just realized this guy is quick as well as he is rangy and I was like Yeah, (laughs) that kind of made me like, fuck, holy shit. Time to sort of take a step back and reassess it, you know? So that was probably the only time that I ever felt in the cage that I was like, I was outgunned, I was outsized, I was outspeed, I was out out of shape. (laughs) So like, I think he had everything in terms of everything, according to the fight, he had everything. And yeah.
1: Yeah, but you seemed like you learned so much from, oh from yeah! The oh yeah!
0: It was it was a, a an ass whooping that I gladly sort of accepted. That was like, you know, that was gonna. I think I needed something like that. I needed somebody to kick my ass in the shape and kick kick my ass and 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 you know, really put put things into perspective of like. I I can't do what I was doing before. I have to be, you know, a bit more. I've been more switched on with a lot of things and that ass whooping was like a really good lesson. They always say, you know, I I see a lot of people say that they say, you know, losses are lessons, but not really. I've seen guys take the same L over and over again with the same thing. They don't really learn from, from it. But that was definitely one of those, those lessons that needed to be, I needed to learn the hard way. I think if I would have just kept winning it, it probably wouldn't have something in like I would have just kept doing what I was doing, which wasn't right. So um. Yeah, that was one of those elves that definitely, definitely made me learn a lot.
1: Do you believe in uh ring rust?
0: No, no. I think training the, the way you train, how hard you train. I think, it. It. I mean, a little bit, but it does. It shouldn't play a massive part. It
1: shouldn't play a massive part. I've been watching your Instagram. I'm not stalking you, but you know, we we follow each other, so you know, we 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 see what we're doing. Um. SNC man it seems like it's something that you've you've kind of honed in on a little bit more is is that true like do you feel like the SNC has been a big part of like your UFC career
0: yeah for sure for sure well I never took I only really started my strength and conditioning uh when I when I did get signed to the UFC when I didn't have to work anymore um so yeah it was a it was yeah it's a massive thing now like and and it's funny that everyone's saying now that like between every fight everyone sees like holy shit like my my body transformation just keeps getting like I keep stacking on muscle I keep looking more leaner every single fight I I just my body's starting to transform so I can I can notice notice it um not the looks wise but more so like the athletic ability of what I'm able to do so that's that's probably the biggest thing and I still don't I still don't enjoy strength and conditioning i'd still rather be you know out doing road running or hitting pads or grappling you know something to do with fighting where not just lifting weights so it's definitely been hard for me to get into the groove of, of getting into the strength and conditioning but my uh, my coach jonathan bailey has has made me appreciate a bit more
1: have have your family and friends been able to get tickets because i've been talking to fighters man they're like man nobody is getting tickets no nah, bro
0: my my missus um my missus had her laptop. She had my computer. She had her phone. All in the waiting list, and she still didn't get anything. I just don't know how how they how these how they did it. Like how they how it sold out so quickly and how many people got didn't end up getting tickets. And it was just insane. And now there's like all these guys, or scalpers that bought all these tickets and they're selling them for like five times the price, which is you know ridiculous. So stupid, how they are allowed to do that.
1: Yeah, the UFC needs to get on that, man. But I don't think they really care because the tickets are sold. They got their, yeah, you know, yeah. But then if their- it,
0: it it kind of like undermines their prices then,
1: because yeah.
0: then they'll, the UFC should see like, oh well, the, the UFC fans are willing to pay this much for it. Like they're willing to pay these scalpers like four times the price of what it normally is. Maybe we should just set that as our standard price. Yeah. Then it ends up fucking the the fans up even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's, it's unfair. It's unfair to the fans that you know, especially to the diehard fans that. We haven't had an event here for you know, what three years now. So, yeah, it's it's shit on the fans.
1: Yeah, it's it's a uh, it is a very shitty situation. We're expecting fireworks, man. I guess that's that's all we can say about this fight, right? It's just like fireworks just going off in Perth, you know, even before the pay per view starts.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I, that, I'm I'm excited too, man. I'm I'm really excited to test myself against a guy like him. And I'm excited as a, as much as I am excited as a competitor to compete against somebody like him, I'm also excited as a, as a fan to to see how this fight is, you know, obviously I envision myself smashing this dude in every which way, um, but I think it's still going to be exciting.
1: I'm waiting for you to headline uh, a Manila card, you know, take it back, take it. That's what I'm waiting (laughs) for, man. That's what I'll go. I'll go to that. I'll go to that.
0: we need to get a couple more Ws, bro. Yeah. We gotta get some. We gotta get some, some, some more, some more eyes looking at me and, and a couple more Ws and a couple more, yeah. Against a couple of Ws against kind of bigger names in the division, um, and then let's do it, man. Like I, I, I obviously would love to to headline, be, even just a headline for the UFC would be amazing. But to headline in in the Philippines, that now that it would be yeah. a dream come true. That would be definitely like i could die happy after that one that would be good
1: (laughs) yeah the fans over there are they will come out like they they love fighting out there man they love it february 11th uft 284 perth australia josh thank you so much man go in the descriptions download the all-star app appreciate the time and uh yeah all the best in the fight man it's a wild one thank you bro thank you can't wait